Victoria Marquina has been missing since October 8, 2019. She attended a college class that day and then disappeared. Her car was found about an hour away from her home, abandoned. Police have a suspect in her case, but don't have enough evidence to charge him. Victoria's family is desperate for answers. Hey everybody, welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. I am Christy Brower here with my sister, co-host and partner in crime, Katie Weaver. Hey Katie. Hello. How's it going? Oh, oh, we've had a day. Have you? Oh no. Well, my ancient little Chihuahua Skippy had a seizure this afternoon that was so scary. Oh no. Like literally Scott and I both thought that he was dying in our arms and then he didn't. It was so Oh, and look, we're on borrowed time with this dog and we know we are right. We've been on borrowed time for about three years now and the last two years particularly. And we know that, but, uh, and he hasn't had a seizure in about a year, but this one was a doozy and scary. Oh my gosh. I still don't know if I've really calmed down. (laughs) It was about two o'clock this afternoon. It was bad. Yeah. Yeah, we're just in doggy hospice mode around here, you know, and he has really good days and he has really sleepy days. But a day like this is, we haven't had this in a long time. So, well, yeah. Oh, boy. Sorry. Yeah, I know. Oh, poor that guy. Sucks. Mm-hmm. Was he doing okay now? Totally fine. It wasn't even, like, it wasn't very long and it wasn't like the worst of seizures he's had by any stretch. Except for that, he went completely limp. Eyes were wide open, nobody home, tongue hanging out, like really looked. Oh, yeah. Like it was curtains. And I said to Scott, I think he's dying. And he said, I think he is too. Just hold him. Mm-hmm. And we stood there for a minute. And then he just kind of woke up and started looking at me like, so what's up? <laughs> and he's been fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shithead. Yeah. But there was 60 seconds there of, oh, anyway. Yeah, wow. so that's the day I've had. Before. Well, I am so sorry. Poor that guy. is not the kind of day anybody wants to have. No, and we know, you know, and and I also know that one of these days it probably will be a seizure or a stroke that takes him out, you know, and right. It's hard to know what to do. He's not, you know, he eats, he drinks, he plays, he, you know, cuddles. I mean, by all accounts, he's a happy, pretty comfortable guy. Yeah, and he's certainly not in any pain. His meds make sure of that. But then I wonder, you know, is his quality of life, has it slipped enough that I should not be keeping him here? And then I go, but why? Right. With my clients, I mean, part of my job is an animal communicator. And that's why he's still here, because I don't feel like it's time. But then on the other hand, I wonder, you know, am I being selfish? It's this question we all ask ourselves, you know, when it comes to like this. But I don't want to. I don't know. I've always thought what if he stopped eating, we'd know it was time. And he's yeah. sure or not on that. So no, I mean that's the thing. He's always hungry, and mm-hmm. you know, whenever I see him, he's got a big smile on his face, and mm-hmm. he doesn't act like he's in pain. So yeah, why? You know, yeah, it's just the seizures. And again, we haven't had one in quite a long time. But ooh, today, right. ooh. ooh, yeah, that's so shocking. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, they always are, aren't they? They're yeah. awful to see. 
Oh, yeah, that's the thing. You can never... We had a kitty, uh, Emily. She had seizures for a little while before she... We discovered she had a huge tumor on her liver, and we did have to put her down. But, oh, my God, the first time she had a seizure, she leaped up in the air and landed on my laptop and skittered around on my laptop and pulled some of the keys off my laptop and then ran down the hall and up the stairs and then just sort of twitched a bit and then woke up like, what the hell just happened? It was one of the scariest things I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And I had one key that never went back on on that laptop. <laughs> like, it, was, it was crazy. Yeah. Oh, yikes. Well, I yeah. am so sorry. Yeah. Boo. Yeah. Well, everybody out yeah. there, send some send some love to Katie and Scott and Skippy. Yeah. To little Skippy Jones. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And with well, that, Cats will add their two cents by playing as a little always. Miss Sandy is always willing to give an ominous air to our shows by <laughs> jumping on the low end of the piano. <laughs> I have asked her to please lighten it up, and she never will. So, yeah. and she, she knows it's a true crime show. Lessons. Right, she does. She knows she needs to do some dun 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 dun, you know, mm-hmm. kinds of stuff, and she's pretty well. <laughs> I know people have asked for a video of her. Someday I'll get a video of her doing it so that y'all can see her. She sits on the piano to stay away from our little dogs who chase her. Mm-hmm. But she likes to be up high where she's like observing her queendom, you know? Mm-hmm. So she sits on the edge of the piano and it's an old piano. And it doesn't have a key cover and she sits on it and observes the dogs. <laughs> so when you hear her jump up there, it's because she felt she needed to get out of the way of someone who was going to chase her. Mm-hmm. So and stare him down and let him know it's not happening. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. From from up here, I am very tough. From down there, it's a different story. Yeah. Pretty much how it goes with her. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this is our Wednesday case. Yes, it is. It's already Wednesday. Tomorrow is Thanksgiving here in the U.S. Holy crap! Crazy. Ooh. It's happening fast. Yeah, it is. It is happening fast. Well, mm-hmm. this case, well, as they usually do, probably going to boil your blood just a little bit. Yeah. It definitely has me. This is the missing case of Victoria Marquina. Victoria was last seen around the 8th or 9th of October. Um, in This is in California. She's five foot tall, 110 pounds, brown hair, brown eyes. I have seen some reports that she was pregnant at the time she went missing. I will tell you that I have only seen that from one news source. So I am not 100% sure if that is true or not. I have not been able to find like clear confirmation of that. Victoria was... I don't want to say was, although the police do believe that she has been killed. But Victoria... Okay, I'll say it was. A very uh, studious, very intelligent young girl. She finished high school at 16. Oh, wow. And had already started college at the time of her disappearance. Had only been in college for a very short time when she disappeared. And she had been to a college class that day. This was on the 8th of October, 2019. She just disappeared after that class. Her car was found in about an hour away from where she lived. And in looking for her, 
the police discover that she's been chatting online with a man, a 22-year-old man. And they begin to piece together that this man, his name is Joshua Martinez. And he he's pretty well known for being a statutory rapist. Great. And he was talking with her in a chat room that was for people 18 plus. And so mm -hmm. she was misrepresenting herself, misrepresenting mm -hmm. her age. The police believe that they had an in-person relationship, that they actually had a sexual relationship. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's where the talk of her being pregnant has come from. I, again, I'm not 100% sure if that's true or not. So apparently he did see her on the day that she disappeared. And actually there is a, there is a witness who says they saw them walking together the next day. So she starts out in Amador County in California and seems to go to San Joaquin County. Um, she's from Sutter Creek, California. And the police, here's what the police have pieced together. So Joshua Martinez was extradited from Mexico back to California for some charges of statutory rape and, um, you know, like pursuing minors on the internet and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Well, they discovered that he disappeared off to, Cal to Mexico right after Victoria disappeared. Oh, and then they discover on her computer, you know, on her devices that they, in fact, had a relationship. Then there was this um, witness that saw them together. There is apparently some other evidence as well. The, uh, the Amador County Police believe that Victoria has been killed. And they say they have evidence of that fact and that she was killed in San Joaquin, San Joaquin, San Joaquin County. So when Martinez was extradited back to the U.S., he was about to be released um, on these other charges. And the police got this special Ramey warrant. I don't know exactly what that is, other than it meant they could hold him for an extra 72 hours to question him about Victoria. Okay. And he acknowledged that they did. he did know her and he'd been talking to her in a chat room. And that she had indicated to him that she was 18 and that he never met her in person. They didn't have a sexual relationship. He has no idea anything to do with her miss her, you know, being missing or her death or anything like that. And 72 hours is up and they have to release him. So they wanted to charge him. But here's the problem. This is Amador County. This is where she went missing. San Joaquin County is um, where... Let me just make sure I have that county name right, because, yeah, San Joaquin County. So they believe that San Joaquin County is actually where she was killed. So the DA in San Joaquin, Joaquin County does not believe that they had enough to charge him, so they wouldn't charge him. Now, I'm not saying he's wrong, because there's no body in this case. We don't really know what Amador County has. They're holding back some stuff, but they did have to release him. This is back about a year ago that all of this went down with him. Mm -hmm. 
And I'm sure he's just hightailed it off to Mexico again. You sure. know, that seems to be what he does. Mm-hmm. But Victoria's mother has fought tooth and nail to try to keep her daughter's case alive. It has now been transferred from Amador County to San Joaquin County because they believe that's where the crime actually occurred. Mm-hmm. And so San Joaquin, you know, is very clear that this is not that they aren't investigating. They are investigating. And when they have clear evidence, they will arrest an offender. But they didn't feel that they could hold him on what they had. So they're still looking for her. But now it's swapped counties. I don't know. There's a lot of confusion here. And obviously, there seems to have been a little bit of a loggerhead situation between these two families. Yeah. Mom has raised $20,000 in a GoFundMe as a reward for information. One of the things that they said out of Amador County is that they believe that Joshua had help Mm. with body disposal, something that they believe Mm -hmm. that he didn't alone. They did not release the name of anyone else. Uh, And so of course, Victoria's mother is like, somebody knows something, you know, obviously this is, always the case in these situations like somebody knows something he didn't do this on his own there's somebody out here out there in the world who's literally willing to keep this kind of a secret for someone yeah it's that's shocking to me yeah well it's somebody that has their own skeletons in the closet that uh he knows about right i mean these are people that have helped each other out with crimes so nobody's talking right because everybody'd go down And that's still what's going on. So, of course, you know, there's lots of requests from uh, Victoria's family that if you know anything, please call the San Joaquin County Police Department in California and tell them what you know. Um, You know, they're just desperate to get a final outcome, because although the Amador police, Amador County police do believe that she's dead. There's no body. There's no solid proof of that so it's just a really this is just a painful case yeah as as they all are but you know yeah but here's this 16 year old girl finishes high school two years early starts college yeah. i mean she had major plans for her life mm-hmm. and you know yeah why is it that so many lives like this get snuffed out yeah It's just, it's awful. No, it's terrible. It's awful for her community and her family. And it's awful for the world. What was this girl going to be, you know? Yeah. She's obviously very smart and driven and wanted to contribute in the world. Right. Had drive, had something to offer. Yeah. 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 Now she's gone. And we don't know. Yeah. So... Of course, if you're from that area, you know, keep your eyes out, keep your ears out. Mm -hmm. Um, And we will update if there becomes an update in this case. I mean, it's very frustrating when there's a suspect named and then they can't actually hold them. Yeah. And they don't really get enough time to fully investigate and and interrogate him because they had such a short amount of time. Yeah. And, you know how many times now have we had DNA for the win cases where when they finally, you know, 40 years later have been able to match the DNA, discover that the guy they thought did it in the first place was the guy that did it. Yes. You know, they I mean, know. It's, 
They know. I mean, this dude's a bad dude. We know, you know, it's very clear. I mean, he's been in trouble for sex with minors already. You know, there's there's not good stuff going on here. Right. But Um, not only has he, at least at this point, gotten away with this crime, but he's also probably still committing crimes. Right. Right. Well, and this is, you know, down on the California-Mexico border where it's pretty easy to just go across the border and duck the police, at least for a while. Yeah. So that is our case. That is Victoria Marquina. And, you know, we want to hold the energy high that, of course, her case gets solved. Her family gets some answers. Mm -hmm. And we will add her to our list of cases that get updates on our Wednesday night updates. Definitely. Definitely. Yep. Okay. So that's it. This is our Wednesday case. We'll be back tonight for Wednesday night case updates at 7 p.m. Mountain. We will not be back for the psychic hour because it is Thanksgiving. Yeah. And we're going to, as Katie said yesterday, we are going to be playing games, having pie and drinking wine because yes, we are. Well, I hope so. I bought two bottles of wine for Thanksgiving this afternoon and we already drank one. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I have a nice bottle of sparkling Moscato that is like, it has a champagne cork. It's that sparkly. So and I bought that for Thanksgiving, so I think we're going to have that at least. We'll be fine. We'll yeah. probably be fine. Yeah. You know, Kara will have very large bottles of wine. <laughs> we, <laughs> we never lack for wine, you guys. No. no, no, we do not. So thank you for being here and for always just being a listening ear for these cases. You know, you know what to do. Like, subscribe, share. The more that we you know, boost cases like this up and say these people's names when they're missing, you know, Victoria Marquina and other missing women, other missing people. This is how they get found. So please share this case so that we can Victoria's family. Yep. The signal boost is priceless. It really is. It really is. All right. Well, you know it. This is True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Thanks for being here. Thank you.